All right. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the first real episode of the Podcast Boy podcast with me, Eduardo Mendoza. It's now week two, getting into week three since I recorded the last episode, so I figured it was about time. With that, I want to give a quick shout out to Amy, who held me accountable on SoundCloud for the next episode. So don't worry, Amy, the next episode is here. And if you would also like to join in holding me accountable, or you just want to see what I'm up to, feel free to follow me on Instagram at NotEduardoMendoza. But before I begin today's episode, I hope you're all staying strong and doing well as we wait out this pandemic together. I'm not sure what the situation may be like where you're from, but I'm here recording out of Austin, Texas. And there's been a stay-at-home order in effect since the 24th of March. It is now the 25th of April as I'm recording this, and I think the order is set to be in effect until mid-May, I believe. But honestly, yeah, I don't think I'd be surprised if that date were pushed back further. But I don't think we should be in a rush to put it to an end for everyone's safety. But if you find they need to go out, wear a cloth or a bandana over your face. That should be good enough. And if you're interested in learning how to make a mask out of a bandana, towel, or really any kind of square cloth, I have to recommend Matthew McConaughey, aka Bobby Bandito's video tutorial on how to make a mask out of a bandana or any cloth. It is both funny, but also informative. But enough about the coronavirus. I'm sure we're all tired of hearing about it. So with that, let's dive right into today's episode. My guest for today will be my good friend, Deva. We're co-workers, we're brothers in Christ. We live in the same house. Uh, Who knows what else we have in common together. Actually, it kind of reminds me of that episode of uh, SpongeBob. I don't know if you guys watched that moment where SpongeBob's like, we're like brothers, but closer. Well, yeah, Deva's gonna be the first guest I have on this podcast. And so I hope you guys enjoy hearing from him. We're gonna talk about the Chosen series, talk about a few other things. So I hope you guys enjoy that. All right, I'm joined by my friend Deva. So Deva, how about you introduce yourself? Yo, I'm Deva. Uh, Okay, let's see. I was born in Fort Worth, Texas, um, but I actually grew up in a place called White Settlement. Uh, Very few people actually know where White Settlement is because we're not really known for anything, but it's all right. Um, Let's see. I became a Christian when I was in high school. Yeah. um, I don't know. I guess it's kind of a interesting story-ish. Uh, so when I was around a middle school, I watched this um, this kind of documentary. I don't actually remember what exactly it was, but it was about ghosts. And then, <laughs> the Holy Ghost? Or... No, not, not the Holy Ghost, just <laughs> okay. ghost ghosts. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know, honestly. <laughs> but I remember being like really scared. And so I was like, oh man, one day I'm going to die. And like, what do I do with that? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So me and my little, I don't remember if I was like seventh or eighth grade self. I was just thinking a lot about like, what does it feel like to die? Or like, what does it feel like to not exist? And so, yeah, that kind of freaked me out. And so uh, I actually went to church uh, since I was a little kid. And so I actually asked my youth pastor, like, what does it mean to like be saved? Or what does it mean to become Christian? And um, yeah, so we kind of talked it over. He gave me some verses Uh, You know, he told me that, like, you know, Jesus died for your sins. And if you believe that and accept that gift, then you can become Christian. And so I made a salvation decision in my middle school days. But I think I didn't really fully understand what that decision meant until, like, my college days. Uh, So I went to college and uh, I joined a Christian fellowship on campus. Uh, So we had our weekly Bible studies. And, yeah, I think one, one aspect about it was that, People took their faith very seriously. They took like their relationship with God very seriously. 
And so I remember during uh, winter time, uh, we had a retreat. And one of the messages was on the topic of godly grief. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so the idea is that, you know, when you do something that you regret, worldly grief is just like kind of that regret in a sense of, oh, I messed up. But godly grief is something different. It's that you have committed a sin against God, your creator, who's the rightful ruler of your life. And the only way to get right with God is to repent and then accept that free gift of forgiveness. And so, yeah, I think that was the first time where I made like a salvation decision and I actually understood what it was that I was getting myself into. It was, you know, for me recognizing that I have sinned against God and that I need Jesus to pay for my sins and that, you know, now that I commit myself to God, then he's the new ruler of my life. And so, yeah, that's how I became Christian. And um, yeah, it's been interesting many years since then. I guess just a quick before and after, or at least sort of one way I've observed like change in myself is that, yeah, when I was younger, I think I was a very competitive person. Uh, I would always try to like measure up or like try and prove myself better than people. And so I think one thing that was actually hard for me was like feeling happy for people. Like when good things happen to people, like you would expect someone to feel happy for them, especially if they're your friend. But then for me, a lot of it was just kind of like, yeah, I just get envious and it's like, why should they be happy and why not me? Uh, So I compared things like grades, like success, like popularity, all these different things. Um, But since becoming Christian, I mean, it's not like it's like a magical pill that you just suddenly get better. But I think one change that's happened to me over the course of years is that, you know, I have this sort of sense of security in knowing that I don't have to prove myself, but I know that God loves me unconditionally. And so because of that, I'm able to be happy for people. And so, yeah, that's just a little bit about how I ended up where I am today. Dang. All right. Do you remember what ghost movie this was? Like, shoot, we need to like distribute this to people. (laughs) Casper saves people's lives and souls. Uh, Yeah. Ah, nice. Okay. Oh, Casper. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we're still in the middle of the coronavirus situation. As I mentioned earlier, David and I, we live together in a house, a ministry house. I'm not sure if people are really familiar with that. It's not something that I really heard about a lot until, you know, I started living in one. So maybe David, can you share what that's been like? Sure. Uh, well, okay, I guess a ministry house is not not quite as glorious as it sounds. It's basically just a bunch of dudes who live together and we're just kind of committed to the same mission, which is sharing the gospel with people. So yeah, we live with like seven other guys. So there's a whole bunch of us kind of sardined inside of this little, <laughs> little box. <laughs> it's an apt word. Yeah, yeah, it can get it can get pretty loud sometimes. But Yeah, I think one thing that's very unique about like, you know, being in a ministry house is that we are committed to the same goal. Um, We have the same values and we can kind of keep each other accountable to that, too. So it's not like everyone can just kind of silo themselves and just live life, you know, doing whatever they want. But there's sort of like this common destiny that we share of like, yeah, we're committed to God and we're committed to doing his work. So, yeah, I guess that's an interesting aspect about ministry houses. Yeah. I remember uh, whenever the shelter-in-place things first started out, uh, it was just like Deva and I and one of our other roommates, and then eventually everybody started joining in. And so we busted out these, like, foldable party tables, and we all just made desks. (laughs) And uh, I think one of our roommates was, like, in the center of the hallway, 
Deva was up against like the wall next to the. Oh, actually, I think yeah, Deva's still there. Yeah, he's on the there. wall next to the hallway. I I I've since moved to a room over here, and everybody's just kind of like in their own little separate corners, <laughs> just because of how many guys live here. So that's been interesting too. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. What about what about ministry for you, Deva? Uh, how how's that been affected by COVID? All right. Uh, well, I guess a bit about my ministry is that um, so. Within our church that we're part of, um, we have a international department. So what we do is we focus specifically on international students, because um, yeah, they come in from like other countries, and some of them they don't really have any exposure to Christianity, especially if they come from countries that like don't have very much Christian influence. And so it's a little tricky because like if you're reaching out to like domestic students who already have some kind of perception of what Christianity is then you're kind of building on that like here's Jesus um, but for international students it's a little different because for them you they don't have this sort of baseline knowledge of who Jesus is you know that's just for some it's even just like the arbitrary name and so you kind of have to like explain like who is Jesus yeah. and why is he so appealing and why is he so different from like other like religious historical figures so yeah overall that's interesting um, okay. I guess, uh, have you experienced any high and lows come out of, like, uh, ministry? Or actually, how are you guys doing ministry? Um, yeah, highs and lows. I guess it's kind of hard to describe it. So before COVID, mainly what we tried to do is we would host, like, Bible studies or, like, different events that uh, international students would kind of come to. We also have, like, some biblical content um, where they can learn more about Jesus and you know who he is uh, but since COVID started we can't exactly have those gatherings anymore yeah um, yeah so everyone's shelter in place so yeah. we don't we don't really see each other face to face yeah anymore. don't meet with don't meet with people <laughs> yeah don't yeah. meet with people <laughs> Dis disclaimer don't don't go meet with people stay stay where you are <laughs> but uh, yeah so we yeah I guess it's okay because in our very technological age, transitioning over to online is actually not that hard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of useful tools like Zoom, uh, FaceTime, Google Hangouts. And so it wasn't too bad. Um, actually, there are some highlights too. I think with Shelter in Place, one interesting thing is that now they have a little more time and they're a little more open to just hanging out with us because I think we're some of the few people who are still actively trying to sort of continue on the relationship with them. Mm. And so, yeah, I guess there's some highlights with regards to that because I think a few people are still interested. And yeah, I think just the nature of COVID too is that you're kind of very in the presence of death. Like, you know that, yeah, if you catch this disease, you could actually die. And so that causes you to think about like what is actually important in life. And so... Yeah, I think that actually opens up a lot of room for a spiritual conversation with people that they might not have been open to in the past. So I guess there's ups and downs in this new world that we live in. Yeah, yeah, I know uh, us too. We've moved to more Zoom style ministries and doing like games and different things like that. Uh, oh, one of the things that I thought was pretty cool that you guys tried out was on uh, a workout video that you actually let me be a part of. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun. That was that was quite amazing <laughs> in its own way. Yeah. yeah. A lot of our groups, yeah, are trying to like engage different people by doing like different challenges, uh, like fitness challenges or little parody videos or uh, cook-offs or just different stuff. So I think that's been really cool. 
Uh, I've been thankful for how our church has been able to kind of adjust right in the middle of things. So, Deva, what do you think about the podcast name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Podcast Boy. That, uh, that brings a lot of good memories. <laughs> yeah, so Deva and I, actually, we... Uh, apart from living together and working together and all that kind of stuff, we actually, I think Cambodia and Thailand, we yeah. both went to mission trips there together. We've, we've gone on two mission trips together. Yeah, with a few other people. Uh, so yeah, Deva, why don't you just share with people what the, where this name came from? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it, it's actually, it's hard to describe in like one story. It's like one continuous story over the span of like the whole mission trip. <clears throat> but I, I think, the, so the starting place is... Um, so if you want to go to Thailand, first you got to stop in Taiwan because there's a big international airport yeah. there. Yeah, so we took the plane, we flew to tai, uh, Taiwan, and then we're getting on the plane to from Taiwan to Thailand. And then the, one, of the, one of the flight attendants, they call over uh, Mr. Eduardo Mendoza. So, you know, Eduardo, it's a very interesting name to hear over, like, a speaker in, like, Taiwan. Yeah, and in this time, I'm, like, afraid for everything because we're already in taiwan did my passport not go through did my ticket what something happened am i gonna stay here in taiwan is the rest of our team gonna leave me behind <laughs> my heart is like beating the whole time as i'm walking up there and then the guy finally looks at me and he says what does he say deva <laughs> <laughs> something like the the overhead light to your your seat is like broken or something yeah it was like something simple like that and i was like oh yeah like whatever like who cares about that like i'm probably not even gonna read <laughs> and then but some people heard differently <laughs> yeah so basically he he comes back to like our group and they're like oh my gosh what happened and he's like oh they just told me that the light was broken but you know it's all right because you know i, I don't read anyway so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so basically we come back and everybody has changed this into i can't read <laughs> which is the worst thing possible if you're me i still get it today and that was like last summer yeah that was yeah actually it was basically a year ago like probably this month that yeah. this happened basically the entire recurring joke of that entire trip is just eduardo can't read and Every possible variation of that joke you can possibly imagine. Yes. Uh, I try and bring joy to people. I'll, I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the lead of our, our uh, mission trip, one of her comments was, you know, every mission trip should have an Eduardo because he just brings so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then after that came another time when the actual name came together too. Yeah. So we had a little get together, a little activity and so we went around in a circle and it was, you know, what is one interest that you have? And so, you know, a lot of people, they say things like, oh, I like basketball or I think a common one was I like to read. And so when it was Eduardo's turn, why don't you say what you said? Yeah, people were like, I like to read and I like to run and I like to run a lot. And so I was like, oh, man, like I'm not going to that, that would be so basic if I just said the exact same thing that everybody said. <laughs> So I was like, you know what? I kind of listen to podcasts also. So my favorite hobby is listening to podcasts. <laughs> and then one of one of uh, the sisters that was on the mission trip with us, she was like, is it because you can't read? Yeah. <laughs> and so as you can imagine, then the name Podcast Boy was born. Oh, well, well not not quite yet. Uh, so oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so uh, so one of the leaders, she went around pointing to everyone saying their name and their, their interest because she wanted to, like, remember who everyone was. So it was like, oh, you know, this person likes to read. And then she points at Eduardo, and she's like, 
your podcast boy. <laughs> yeah, she had forgotten my name, but she she like remembered that I listened to podcasts. So she was like, "Your podcast boy." <laughs> and so here we are today. Thought it was like pretty funny, but now you know what? I'm actually owning up to it yeah, now. Yeah, I'm glad that you've embraced it. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta embrace it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I think for sure Thailand would probably be something cool that we can touch on later. Uh, but how about we get into chosen? So chosen or the chosen, I think is what it's called, is a pretty cool gospel series, um, and it's not like it, it's not corny at all, right? It's not corny. It's like actually pretty good, and it goes over the life of Jesus and the disciples, uh, Nicodemus, Mary, just all the people are there, and it's like a very like. I don't know, like it's really brought the gospel to life for me. Would you say so, Deva? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cause it, you when you when you think of like like a Christian show or a Christian movie, I guess kind of your mentality is like you know there's a bunch of like people who are like not that good at acting and like the story is like kind of dry. But chosen, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. yeah, honestly, there are certain Christian movies where like I watch them and I'm like. I know I'm not like allowed to say this, but, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, but really this is a boring movie. <laughs> right. So yeah, they're they're like good and you appreciate them, but they can be they can be a little corny sometimes. Yeah, they can they can be a little cheesy, but but Chosen is not cheesy. I actually think it's really well done. Yeah, Chosen is really good. Actually, you know what? That kind of reminds me of that. Uh, uh, what movie was that? Where like they showed Jesus ascending and he kind of ascends oh, like, oh, like a rocket uh, yeah yeah that was oh uh, shoot it's like a risen risen yeah so i i never watched risen but i just know that scene where jesus basically flies into space like a rocket ship or something <laughs> <laughs> so i mean the the heart is in the right place but the delivery is sometimes like a little corny a little cheesy but it's it's good content nonetheless uh but yeah but chosen Chosen is good. Chosen is just objectively good. So for for you who haven't seen it, but you kind of want to get um, int intro introduced to the gospel, I definitely recommend you check out Chosen. It's really good. Uh, I think for me, like it really brought to life the relationship between the Romans and the Jewish people, as well as just like the tax collectors, the relationship they have with their fellow uh, fellow Jewish people. Uh, it, it really just brought a lot to life to me that I, I, I don't know, I, I don't think I would have seen as well if I had just read the text. So I thought that was pretty cool about Chosen. It just made so many things come to life for me. So with that, um, yeah, I, let's just get into episode one. And so I apologize. I couldn't wait to watch one, one episode at a time between podcasts. So I'm already like at episode four. So I'm going to try not to spoil anything. Um, I, I doubt I will, but just a FYI. <laughs> So, Deva, what what did you think about episode one? Episode one was really, really awesome. Like, yeah. man, there's just so much like, because there's like there's like characters like Nicodemus and like Mary Magdalene, um, where they they kind of only have a few verses that sort of describe their background in the Bible. But then I think chosen, granted, it is some artistic liberty that they're taking for these characters, but they really like flesh them out and make them like three dimensional. Yeah. And then it's like when you when you see all of that, like you can really feel the heart and like it's like, wow, I can really relate with this character. And so, yeah, at the very end of episode one, I was actually in tears. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever Jesus comes out and yeah. he's like, you're married. This might be a slight spoiler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but we won't spoil the ending of what happens to Jesus, though. <laughs> but man, it was it was good. Yeah, I feel honestly a little embarrassed uh, because 
I, I was watching it, and there's a lot of ESs in the Bible, right? I, I mean, everybody, please agree with me that there's a lot of ESs. <laughs> so I, I'm watching it at the beginning, and they say uh, Nicodemus, and I, for whatever reason, <laughs> I promise I read my Bible. I, yeah, I know the Bible well. Um, but I got Nicodemus honestly mixed up with Zacchaeus. <laughs> and so at the very beginning, I'm like, when is this guy going to climb the tree? <laughs> I feel so embarrassed. Dude, that's, that's embarrassing. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but apart from that, you know, I, I was reminded again whenever I saw the, the, the Sanhedrin, all these things. So I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nicodemus, Nicodemus is Nicodemus. <laughs> so, yeah, I think definitely one thing that is showcased a lot is Nicodemus is like genuine, like curiosity for truth. Yeah, I, I really like this, the show's like sort of interpretation of Nicodemus because he's like, He's such a genuine seeker. Yeah. Like he sees all these <clears throat> hints of like, oh, maybe God is like something much more than what I imagined. And then like for me, when I watch that, I'm like, yeah, man, I can totally relate with that of like, man, this world that we have is like, isn't there something like so much more than just this? And so, yeah, Nicodemus was a pretty awesome character. Yeah, he's yeah, it was really awesome. He's just trying to really grow his faith and really just find out the truth, even though he has like this high status he starts questioning things and he's like, like, who cares if I'm like, what if I have it wrong, right? Yeah. I could have it wrong and I want to find out the truth. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, like there's some solid content, but what I like, and I don't know if this was intentional or not, <laughs> but there are a lot of memeable moments. I actually made a GIF uh, and I sent it to our house's group me of uh, just one of the guys. Uh, Dave, if you was, want to share our favorite moment. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Our uh, favorite moment gee, in that episode. I forgot his name. His name is like, can't even pronounce his name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's this, he's he's one of the Sanhedrin, right? So he's like this, you know, big religious leader. And then this Roman soldier like comes in, like he's the boss. And he's like, hey, you know, we need you to do this. And then he just like, he like looks up and he's like, got like this, oh my gosh face. And then he's like, Messiah, come quickly. Yeah. And so <laughs> we're just like, for... You know, trying to just make light of it. We're, every time something inconvenient happens, we're always like, Messiah, come quickly. Yeah, yeah it's just like, you know, you're you're like walking, you like trip on something, and you're like, oh, well, Messiah, come quickly. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, you don't expect anything like that. It's already like really good on the content, and then there's like these little tiny gems just like that. I definitely think that was a really cool show. Episode one, uh, it's mainly just an introduction to all the characters, getting to know them. Uh, you get a grasp of who Nicodemus is, kind of brings you back to like uh, the book of John. So you kind of get, get to see his curiosity and the way he carries himself. Going off of episode one, David, do you have like a favorite character? Uh, yeah, actually, I think probably my favorite character is the character of Matthew. Matthew, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Matthew's character is really cool too. Yeah. Um, ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess in the first episode, maybe they don't develop Simon as much. So I wouldn't say from the first episode. Um, I think episode one for me, maybe Nicodemus, just cause like what we shared already, like just that genuine seeker, the fact that he doesn't really hold tightly to his position and just wants to genuinely find truth. I, I really, uh, yeah, I, our, our house really shared over that, that that really resonated with all of us. And we really appreciated that genuineness. And then, yeah, coming back to the end, right? David was sharing. Yeah, me too. The whole time I was like, where's Jesus? When are they going to show Jesus? <laughs> You know, Mary is being possessed by the spirits, right? Yeah. And so, but then comes Jesus and he like, he like knows her and she's like genuinely surprised. Yeah. And then he's like, no, like you're, you're Mary Magdalene. Yeah. And then bam, 
And then I think probably the same time that Davis starts getting tears, I started getting tears. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's fully known. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm sure for us, we're like, oh, we're fully known too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something unique to like the Christian message to be like very intimately known by your creator. Because I think, yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe for someone like you might have this feeling of like, you know, like no one really knows like the true me or like if people knew the true me, they would be like kind of disgusted at that. And but then like the Christian message is that like, oh, but God fully knows us. But then he doesn't like like turn away or is like disgusted, but rather like he comes to embrace us. And yeah, I feel like Chosen, like they really captured that concept in that first episode really well. And so, yeah, I, I really like that moment. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, yeah, this is just episode one. Uh, we watched, I think we're on episode four. Oh, we watched, we finished watching episode four and man, it only gets better as it goes. So that's, yeah, that's chosen episode one. Uh, definitely recommend it. Yeah. It was an awesome introduction to all the characters. Uh, you get to see the, uh, the actor who plays Jesus. And yeah, I think the way he portrays Jesus, um, is, yeah, I, th I think it's a good job. And I, I, I'm sure for a lot of people, they're like, wow, like this is only like a fraction of what real Jesus would be like. Yeah. So that's, yeah, you like, if you like the actor, uh, I'm sure, you know, our real Lord and Savior will be just a million times better. So that's just kind of a cool show that brings everything to life. So yeah, we definitely recommend you check it out. Yeah, Moshe, blah, 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 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, nice. Uh, Deva, thanks for being the first guest on this show. Oh, yes. Definitely will not be the last because we have uh, Thailand, we have Cambodia. Uh, we have a lot of just connections to each other and a lot of things that we can share. All right. Yeah. So with that, that is our, that's the end of first episode. So thank you guys for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed our conversation. I definitely enjoyed uh, getting to talk with Deva and share things about this. I actually didn't hear a ghost uh, movie, <laughs> movie story, so this is actually pretty interesting for me, too. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, dudes. So this is a segment of the show where I like to recommend something that I believe would be useful for you guys, whether it's in ministry or just trying to connect with family and loved ones. I'll be talking about Zoom. So Zoom is like a video conferencing app. It's the only one I've used. I've heard about Google Hangouts and other things. So those might be good too. I just haven't tried them. A free account gives you 40 minutes to do a video call. We use Zoom in youth ministry to project our slides. So that could have like Bible verses or different things. Also, what we've done is do some kind of game together and you can actually just share from the same screen and and play games on that. So that's been really cool. So you can use that to connect with family, play games. I know I want to use it to, to connect with my siblings and my parents. So that's definitely something I want to try out. That's it for today. Let me know what you thought about that. If you found that useful or you didn't, or if you have any suggestions, you can let me know and I'll share those. But with that, that concludes the first episode. And so I hope you liked it. Uh, now that the first episode is behind me, I definitely want to give props to the big podcasters out there. Uh, this was a ton of work. I deleted probably a hundred moments in which I cleared my throat or I said the word um. So definitely I encourage you guys to reach out and share what you liked or disliked. You can reach me on Instagram at not Eduardo Mendoza or at the email I made for this podcast. That's contact.podcastboy at gmail.com. I hope you guys enjoyed meeting my friend Deva. He is uh, one of 
seven other roommates that I live with. So maybe in the future you can meet the other guys and then just meet all the other Christians that I know. And then hopefully that also encourages you guys as you get to hear from other Christians, see how they're doing in the middle of a pandemic such as this. And hopefully that could be an encouragement for you guys to continue to go out there and try and do God's work as best as you can. My hope for this podcast is that it'll be a low barrier, fun way to talk about Christian topics. You guys stay strong out there and I'll see you on the next episode.